Welcome back to Cause Talk Radio, another true story from True Story FM. I'm your host, Megan Strand with Engage for Good. You can find full show notes and additional resources for today's episode at engageforgood.com. September 16th is World Play-Doh Day, and I don't know about you, but I can't think of a better time than a global pandemic to celebrate a product that brings joy to kids and is truly timeless. Play-Doh and their partner, Save the Children, have launched a back-to-school effort called Cans of Kindness that involves a corporate donation of 1 million cans of Play-Doh to Save the Children to help kids, parents, and teachers around the globe. The campaign is also rewarding a lucky teacher with a year's supply of Play-Doh based on nominations from social media. In this episode of Cause Talk Radio, I talked to Jennifer Kendra, Head of Cause Marketing and Partnership Development at Save the Children, and Aditi Rattori, Senior Global Brand Manager for Play-Doh, about their partnership and how it had to adapt once COVID hit. Well, hello, Jen and Aditi. Welcome to Cause Talk Radio. Thank, Thank you so much for having us. Well, I'm very excited. I'm going to ask uh, Jen, if you will start us out, maybe you could start out by telling us how and when this amazing partnership between Save the Children and Play-Doh got started. I can't imagine a more fun partnership. No, it's actually been fantastic. And so we've had actually a partnership with Hasbro for a number of years now. And so it actually started in our work with the global philanthropy team, um, working together around U.S. emergency responses. And so Play-Doh, among a number of, of the other um, you know, uh, Hasbro brands, have been used extensively uh, in our response efforts in child-friendly spaces that we implement in shelters right, for families to uh, bring their children to a safe space where they can play um, and have sort of their needs met while you know, parents and families deal with the realities around them, as well as helping us get communities back on their feet. So products to families, products to childcare centers and to schools to get their programs up and running. So that was really the genesis of the, of the partnership and how we began to work with Play-Doh. And then earlier this year, we started to have broader conversations that, of course, were not interrupted, but sort of segued into once, you know, the world of COVID hit, um, you know, we started to have, you know, all, you know, similar, but broader, different changing kinds of strategies because the world completely changed around us. And you can always use Play-Doh. Yeah, so. exactly. It's always <laughs> relevant. We all needed Play-Doh at that moment. <laughs> I really, I really feel like I need Play-Doh right now. So, <laughs> so Aditi, we're here today because I know that Play-Doh and Save the Children have a back-to-school effort called Cans of Kindness. Co- can you share what that program is all about? Absolutely. We are so excited about this campaign and definitely about this partnership with Save the Children. Um, so. As Jennifer was talking about, you know, back to school has been a really important part of our DNA for Play-Doh. Um, and we really know how much teachers and educators and families rely on Play-Doh as a tool to help with creative play, just having fun, enjoying themselves, or really learning um, and building your developmental skills. So with back to school looking kind of different this year, <laughs> we definitely wanted to recognize and highlight those teachers and educators for all their continuous hard work. And so we were super excited to team up with Save the Children and launch our global initiative called Cans of Kindness. It is um, a really great campaign. Part of that is giving up 1 million cans of donations to Save the Children to help with their early education programs. And then we're also wanting to inspire others to give back in a similar fashion, right? We have um, what's called our split and share pack. And 
on there is written for you, for me. It's really intended to be for school, for home. We want to encourage that spirit of generosity and, and that giving. So that's the essence of the campaign. And as part of that, we launched our teacher appreciation giveaway. Um, where we were recognizing and rewarding teachers around the world. And so one lucky teacher is going to be announced this week. Um, He, she, they will win a year's worth of Play-Doh compound for their classrooms, for their students, be it, you know, in the classroom or maybe from home with a Zoom link, um, whatever the case may be, really just wanted to help support. So how exactly does it work? You're asking people to nominate teachers. Is that right on social? That's it. Yep. So we were asking folks to submit a story uh, of somebody who's meant a lot to you and nominate them for the um, for the award. Initiative has now wrapped. So we're now in that phase of selecting our nominee and we'll be announcing them on Wednesday. Ooh, who gets to select <laughs> the winning teacher? That's got to be a hard decision. Pressure is on. Yes. No, it's actually... Uh, it's going to be selected through a, a randomized. Uh, oh, got it. Okay. So there's no bias. Because they're all worthy. They're all worthy. Exactly. So Jen, a million cans of Play-Doh. I know you're not going to just hoard that in your own closet. So how is Save the Children using that Play-Doh? Is this a global initiative? Are you sending this around the world? How is that being used? Yes. So it is a global initiative. So a million cans um, is something that obviously Save the Children Uh, based on our early education programs can use in so, so many places. So, um, you know, so this will, the cans themselves will be used in our early education programs in schools and at home, um, all really focused on reinforcing that importance of play and creativity in a child's learning and development. So that's, you know, our focus is, and particularly now because of COVID, you know, we were, as you asked that question earlier, sort of the, you know, how, when did this all start? We had been talking about, obviously, education and back to school, but now with COVID, keeping kids learning and engaged is more critical than ever, right? Because some are in school, some are not. Some are in home, some have internet, some don't. There's so many factors creating a bigger gap um, in, in, in education and, and activity and stimulating children's development that this couldn't be better timed. Uh, for all of us. So it is running, um, it is in the US, UK, Spain, Italy, and Mexico. Uh, So in that capacity, we have tremendous programs. So the ability to take a million cans and put them to amazing use. And then Aditi, can you tell us a little bit about how the campaign went? It sounds like it's kind of wrapped at this point in terms of social engagement. Like, did you get good pickup? I just love, like, as we're having this conversation, I'm like, I need to get split and share packs of Play-Doh for my girlfriends. <laughs> like, you know, not small children. I, I just love the tangible nature of, of the product in general. And, you know, to your point, Jen, I mean, even adults can enjoy maybe not maybe i'm not learning anything but it, i feel like it's like a good stress relieving type absolutely of tool. i'm i'm hearing that we need to send you a care package so that's going to be on my to-do list did i drop that hint hard no <laughs> <laughs> uh, no the the reception to the campaign has been really really great we've gotten tons of support um across you know uh celeb state uh celebrities athletes as well as um just everyday people who need Play-Doh and are looking for that kind of love. Um, And we've seen some really great nominations. So it's been a really wonderful campaign. Jen, so you were talking about, like you've been talking about this for a while and then things had to change. So this, can you talk a little bit about this particular engagement in terms of teacher nominations? Like, was this always on the drawing board, this particular activation? Or did COVID hit and you were like, 
oh my gosh, like what this all life has totally changed. We've got to rethink everything. Like, can you talk a little bit about what COVID did to your planning and how, you know, what kind of challenges you had to face just to execute this? I can laugh at the DD because what didn't it change, I guess. We knew we were doing a back to school campaign. Um, you know, but I think, you know, certainly, you know, the teacher component, you know, it, the cans of kindness was always going to be about that sort of, of, of get and share. Um, and really building up empathy, um, really that moment to just be, and, and certainly the relevance of that in the early stages of COVID were, were very, very strong. And then as we moved along, and clearly we were dealing with all sorts, of, all of our worlds, both on you know the, the Hasbro Play-Doh side and operations and on the Save the Children distribution and programs, everything was different. And we were working through all of those different pieces together and simultaneously. But really looking at sort of that teacher impact is, you know, we really recognize, and this was Plato's brilliance, you know, I t- we take no credit for this aspect of the, the teacher component um, really came from Aditi and her team, um, was that, you know, we looked at the fact that frontline workers, right, were being celebrated, but largely that was, you know, really, you had frontline healthcare workers, you had the immediate, um, you know, workers that were getting back to the grocery stores and places, but teachers hadn't really been given a lot of love. Um, and there was a real opportunity to really pull that into the storyline. And because it's so central to what we were all doing anyway, we're talking about education, we're talking about back to school, and teachers were doing Herculean things to help keep kids learning. We see it in our own programs with teachers riding the bus routes, you know, to drop off educational materials and, and product like Play-Doh and Hasbro games and anything they could to, to supplement the learning when, you know, so many of them didn't have that digital aspect. But even in the digital space, you need activities. Families were desperate for engagement. And so... But in looking at that, teachers really rallied and did so many things even within their jobs, but but like outside of what their normal job description was while dealing with their own lives, right? Because like all of us, our world's changed. We came home, we're working from here, but we have kids, dogs, whatever happening at the same time. They were also teaching other people's children. And then it continued and we evolved into a back to school that some going back, some not going back, e-learning still important. So, you know, the, the te- teachers and educators have had their worlds turned upside down as well and have done amazing things. So this was that opportunity to take cans of kindness and just re- like level it up even higher and take that moment to say thank you and to celebrate those who have been doing amazing things. So we were thrilled to be a part of it because so many of those folks are like the the people who uh, work in our programs and the school systems that we support uh, in the U.S. and around the world. Um, And all of us personally, right, can relate to all of, you know, the teachers who are teaching our children no matter what age. So this podcast is actually airing on World Play-Doh Day, which I did not even know was a thing, and I'm kind (laughs) of excited about it. So Aditi, maybe you could tell us what that typically means in a normal year and then maybe what it means this year. Yeah. So World Play-Doh Day is celebrated every year on September 16th. And it's really just a chance to recognize and celebrate the attributes of the brand. So from creative, open-ended play, hands-on sort of tactical nature of it to its developmental benefits. And it is timed around back-to-school season for that reason as well, because it it is a part of the brand that's so near and dear to our hearts. Um, 
And also Play-Doh is just one of those brands that's rare and lucky to have so much love between kids and adults around the world. So it was a chance to celebrate all of those components. And um, we take that opportunity. We kind of feature any new product lines that are coming out that extend that experience. Um, We focus on split and share packs and give back to the communities where we can. And, you know, for more than 60 years, Play-Doh has been a part of that community ethos. Um, This year, wasn't different from kind of a baseline perspective, but it certainly was amplified and and even more important that we get involved and really do something that um, has meaningful value. So Jen, you've talked about this a little bit, but um, you've referenced this earlier. This is obviously a really weird back to school year. So as you think about that, how would you say this particular campaign and partnership kind of fits into our new normal this year? I've heard definitely some trends mm. um, and different needs from teachers, families, students, like from your mind and your work, how, do, how does that fit in? I would say it really transformed how we all work. Um, I think speed is critical, right? We are all moving at such a much faster paces because things are changing and we have to react and try to be proactive even when possible. Um, flexibility is huge. Um, that it, I don't think any of us would have survived bringing this all together if we weren't flexible and really, really maximizing communications, even though, again, we're in a whole new communication space in many ways um, and trying to do that globally. You know, so Aditi and the Plato team, you know, working with their um, colleagues in, in the UK and Spain and Italy uh, and Mexico and the same with Save the Children, getting our all folks aligning uh, at the same time and in different countries with different challenges um, and, and things that we need to address from supply chain to, you know, delivery to, you know, you know lots of things, communications and so on. And then, frankly, creativity. You know, I think this campaign is a great example of sort of pivoting um, and and really leveraging creativity to make it the, the best campaign and really be relevant and and important and useful in telling a really powerful brand story, but also a really powerful impact story. Because it's you know it's really the essence of what Plato represents, which is that that sort of coming together, creative play, kindness. It just sort of it embodies that for children. I mean, this is about healthy development. Um, and for us, it's about making that impact and making sure all kids have childhood, right? All children have access to that same that that same feeling and 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 resourcing, et cetera. So, um, to me, I think that kind of brings it all all together. Yeah, I love that. Thank you for sharing that, Jen. Um, Aditi, I want to ask you just a question, just from your maybe wider perspective on the brand. You know, even beyond your your Save partnership. We're just talking about a lot of students being not back in school this year. But as Jen just has mentioned, it doesn't mean there's not a need for a product like Play-Doh, probably even more so now. So what are you guys doing on your team, Aditi, to engage kids and families and teachers? Like, What has to change for you in terms of like how you reach them and how you're talking to them? Like what what's changed and what's different? And then like as you're looking forward, you know, how are you how are you doing that and navigating all that? Yeah, I mean, I think luckily for the broad scope of society, social media and the web still works as a really great communication platform. So we've, you know, really increased the content that we're supplying, for example, on our Instagram and Facebook pages to facilitate creative play and creative development at home. So kind of giving how to's and quick guides for parents to be able to you know, help a kid learn their ABCs or one, two, threes using Play-Doh at the, at the center of it. 
Um, we've had all of these activity guides and we, you know, share them in education centers, but now we're using it more as a um, on our social platforms to make it easily and quickly accessible to the parents. So I think that's something that we took on and, and uh, you know, that plus just having some fun content and sharing joys of Play-Doh and the wacky, fun, creative imaginations that it unlocks. And um, we have something called the Play-Doh Show that we air on our channels. And it's really just small little vignettes of, you know, wacky, fun Play-Doh moments that you could imagine coming out of a kid's head. So um, I think those are the, a couple of ways in which we're just trying to help sort of keep the um, the conversation going. And also, I would say, as a company, we've really focused on helping support um, you know, with our expertise, with our brands, with our contributions, wherever we can. And we we had launched um, what we called Bring Home the Fun. It was a campaign earlier in the spring. And that was another chance to provide resources, helping keep kids engaged. And Jennifer alluded to it a little bit with, with our games portfolio, with other brands within the portfolio at Hasbro, um, really helping kind of offer whatever we could as, as a resource. I love that. And I love that you have a brand that can bring joy and fun. I mean, it's it's such a time that it's so heavy. Everything seems really hard right yeah. now, especially if you're at home, like trying to teach your children. Like it's just, I just love that, that you have a brand that's creative and fun and joyful that you can. So thank you for sharing it with, with kids that need it and families. Um, so Jen, I'm going to go hardcore with you now. I just need to know what you've personally learned over the past six months with this COVID stuff. Save the Children is incredible. Like one of my first episodes during COVID was with Perry Yateman and like talking about Save With Stories and how they ramped that thing up over a weekend, which was insane. So I know that you guys are like operating at lightning speed, but as you're reflecting back in the last six months, what would you say you've learned just from like a corporate partner perspective, um, maybe things that you can continue to implement even after the pandemic? Mm-hmm. Yeah, I, I definitely think it comes back to sort of, we've been able to be just, I think, much more creative um, and and everyone's in a different kind of space. So we can move, we can really work together quickly. You know, we can really look and react to what's happening in real time almost um, and, and execute partnerships. I, I think it's just made us, even though the world is sort of almost, it's ironic actually, because it's really ground to a stop in so many ways with supply chains and all kinds of things impacted. However, our speed to market and our thinking and the way that we're communicating and realizing that we all need to help each other and that there's really important stories to be told. Um, And we as organizations like Save the Children, like Hasbro can come together with our strength and really make a difference and really have impact even at higher levels, even when this is happening all over the world in our own backyard. um, It just, it's been both, I think, enlightening and, and freeing in some ways, or just sort of you know, taking us into a new space and how we can work together because maybe we are overcoming and working so hard on all these other things that have become so much harder. So I'm, you know, I'm not sure sort of how that, but the silver lining to me is that we really have been able to work much more quickly, creatively, and flexibly with partners and everyone almost seems like they're on the same page. And I guess my other point would be is that we're also kind of all in each other's worlds now, right? We sit on Zoom and we might be in a bedroom or we might have kids running behind us. Like it just kind of breaks down all of the, the you know, some of the the walls that were there before and and we're all just doing it. Um, And I think that probably is, you know, like the bottom line. Aditi, what about you? Same question for you. I haven't known you as long as I've known Jen. So I'm going to lightly put you on the spot and ask if you have any COVID (laughs) learnings um, as it relates to your professional life, other than the fact that you really enjoy working from home with two small children that 
come into Zoom meetings. <laughs> yes, yes. I was going to say, I think the, the greatest joy is is balancing Zooms with my twin boys who run around the town. Run- so cute. <laughs> um, they are getting louder and louder, but more precious. Um, no, I think I would echo what Jennifer said. I think, you know, we've, as a company and as a team, found ways to be really resourceful, really creative. I think it has shown so many strengths of, I'll say, especially parents, and it can be pet parents, children, parents, I think just in terms of um, being able to balance the work and the life and kind of figuring out what that balance can look like and should look like um, on an everyday basis. So I think the resilience of everybody is something that's shown through so much and, and it's been a really fascinating, wondrous thing to experience and sort of grow through myself. Um, I think we've become incredibly strong as a community and you kind of have to rely on each other a lot more. And I think to, to your point, Jennifer, just the breaking down of the barriers, you're sort of in each other's home spaces, you know, um, you sort of relate on a whole nother level. So that's been kind of um, almost nice to to get to connect even more with your peers and your colleagues. So I think everyone's figuring it out for themselves and it's been a, it's been a a journey, but I think a a really strong, positive growth story too. Well, Jen and Aditi, thank you so, so much for sharing this fantastic partnership story with our listeners. Jen, where can people learn more about Save the Children online if they'd like to do that? Come and visit us at savethechildren.org. Easy. And Aditi, how about you? Where can people learn more about Play-Doh and your good works online? Yes, you can find us on our Instagram and Facebook channels, which is at Play-Doh as well as our website, which is playdoh.hasbro.com. Amazing. I got to go check out one of those little Play-Doh vignettes. So maybe I'll link yeah, the one up in the show, show notes. Which you, the Play-Doh <laughs> show. Okay. Which uh, you can find all of that. And I'll put all of those links at our website, engageforagood.com. Thank you again. We will look forward to continuing the conversation with both of you in the future. Really appreciate having you both here today. Thanks so much, Megan. Thank you. Thank you.